Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. And welcome back to a special weekend edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire, joined today by friend Jay Baron Lingle. Not famous. Not famous. Yet. I don't want to say just a guy, because that might sell you a little short. Average average Joe Blow, American. Conservative. Conservative. Pissed off about things. Annoyed. Visiting here in Texas from Pennsylvania. So welcome. We welcome all COVID lockdown refugees. We escaped. Yes. It was, it was tough. How, how's Texas been treating you? Uh, very well. Very well. I'm glad that I have uh, I've arrived. My rights no longer feel infringed upon. Um, but uh, no, it's been great. I will say this to lead things off. I, I've tra- As you know, I travel quite a bit for work um, um, across the country, um, been to a lot of different areas. And Texas, amazing people. Yeah. Very nice. And not fake nice in some other areas of the country. I mean, genuinely nice people. So thank you very much for, you know, inviting me on. I'll try not to get yeah. kicked off or tarnish any good reputations, <laughs> well, but yeah, I'm excited. A, yeah. I'm already personally suspended on Facebook. I'm, yeah. We're already suspended from YouTube. I don't think you yeah. could say anything yeah. that could make it any worse Let's, than that. You know, don't <laughs> challenge accepted, I guess, right? I don't know. We'll yeah. see. So we're going to talk a bit about your experience in Texas, what you left in Pennsylvania, because we have we have people that watch us all over the place. We have people who watch us from Colorado, Florida, the East Coast, West Coast, everywhere in between. And I don't think enough is being covered on just how big of a difference it is yeah. in Texas versus even in Pennsylvania, which if you thought a couple of years ago, you wouldn't think Pennsylvania would be in the yeah. same category as New York and New Jersey. Right. But they are. Um, what's the biggest thing that's jumped out at you as a COVID lockdown refugee? For you, first place you went into Texas, what what jumps out of you? So, well, so I think the the biggest thing is, and my my huge my huge thing this entire time during lockdown is that you have to you have to allow people to make their own decisions, right? And we got that stripped away from us in Pennsylvania. So I know tons of small business owners that just at a flip of a switch didn't have the ability to, to um, you know, uh, uh, keep their business going. I know quite a few people or some of our favorite um, restaurants that had to shut their doors, um, just couldn't pay their people. And, and I don't see that here, you know, and that's the one nice thing is that, yes, you know, there's regulations and masks and all that kind of stuff, but there wasn't that that call from the government that says yeah. you're not allowed to take care well, of there was yourself. early on and we did lose yeah. businesses um yeah. to this day you drive around you'll notice that there are not any child hair salons anymore oh well, like think about yeah. that the kids are out of school right there's no longer an incentive to get their hair cut the they're you're not allowed to get your hair cut 
So around us, we had four or five, and I know this because I want to get my son a haircut. I, I mean, They're just I, gone. Yeah, I mean, I'll say that too. I have also lost the ability to get a haircut. <laughs> I have the last, so it's funny, the last haircut I got was uh, right after my wife and I got married. And then um, with COVID, they locked everything down and then my barber had moved and now I've just been too lazy. Yeah. So yeah, I've got, it's pulled back right now. You yeah, you see, but I feel the man by right yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah. So you, but, got, you got to get a haircut here before you go back? I, You know, I've said that now I have to push till the fourth. Um, I got to go full mullet and then, then I'll then I'll probably chop it off. Wait, you, know, you know what Joe Biden says? If we don't all get vaccinated, there's no not, 4th of July. Well, I think, you know, I think you know my 4th of July plans and no one's going to stop me from <laughs> doing that. So, um, yes, that's that, that's he came out this week and, and literally said. It's up in the air whether you're allowed to have a 4th of July. This is also the same guy that, like, we're only going to have, like, one burger to eat a week or something. Yeah. Like that too, right? So, I mean, it's, yeah. Everyone's only allowed to have one hamburger a week, nine pounds a year or something. It's so stupid. Yeah. I, I, I think there's a lot of, I mean, it's something that's probably clickbait, right? But I, I, I think at the end of the day, I saw it last year. So, so last year, right in the peak of, 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 of quarantine, I would say in the small town that I'm that I'm currently out outside of um, outside of our capital, Harrisburg, um, no one even gave a second yeah. thought about it. I mean, it was friends, family got together. We were safe. We were smart. And, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think I don't think you're going to stop people as much unless I mean, you're in a major city or something. That too. That's why I feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad for a lot of the inner cities and stuff. I, I feel bad for so many people. Yeah. And which is why I, I as long as your politics aren't. Come to Texas, right? Right. If right. if your politics are are lefty lefty, stay where you are. Yes. Don't come here. Um. Don't California my Texas. Don't you dare. Right. Um. One of the things that that I've been shocked at, and we've talked about this on the podcast, is how your rights have been transformed into privileges. Right. And now they are trying to offer to give you your rights back if you surrender even more of your liberties. So it's funny that you know. Uh, a and I were talking about this. Um, you know, I think everyone thinks that when you're going to get your rights infringed, it's going to be this huge, massive Third Reich style crazy. This it's not, and and it's and if anyone follows, you know, all of the major um, uh, uh, podcasts and, and and commentary stations, it's it's chipping away. And it was one of the things where it was like. You know, they have anywhere you go, you have the mask mandates now, right? Or if they say, hey, if you have a fever, you can't go. Okay, so I understand and I'm, I'm fully prepared, but but all of a sudden you've given other people the, liber the, the, the ability to cancel your vacation. Yeah. So if I went out drinking the night before, because that doesn't happen, right? But let's say I was hungover and I had a little fever yeah. and I hit, got temp scanned. And then they say, well, no, you can't come to Texas yeah. then. That's the kind of rights infringements that yeah. are happening, right? And it's it's a very small, delicate balance, I think. But we've seen it over the past year, especially a lot of places in Pennsylvania. I mean, it, it just depends where you're at. But I mean, it it that's the stuff that worries me the most. So I was looking. I want to pull it up. I was looking. We're both behind my computer screen. Yeah. So usually it's just me, but I moved it so that we could uh, get us both back there. I saw your governor. Yeah, is saying that you might reopen. So yeah. here, here's the headline we're looking at right now. You, um, yeah. you, you might reopen 100 percent. Might if, if <laughs> two weeks after 65 to 70 percent of the population is vaccinated. Yeah, could be sooner if everyone wears a mask. 
they they like pushing that one which you know hey you know wear a mask guys if you want right you know i mean follow your rules and everything but what i what what i it's it's it, it's how many times has he said like i'll do that we've seen this across everyone do this and then we can reopen do this yeah. and then we can reopen it's constantly carrot you know and everything else but i i think we've seen a tipping point people are getting sick i mean people are getting sick to a point not now, from the virus not from the virus no they're they're not sick and the tired virus. they're sick and tired yes. of being forced to hide I in mean, the house here's the thing about this like if you go through pennsylvania with with if you go out to uh your your bars or restaurants this is a very common theme if you place a regulation or a law in place, people will get crafty and find a way yeah. around it. They say no bar seating. So what do bars do? They take bar height tables and push them against yeah. the bar, right? I mean, those, you, they say you can't have food or you can't have drinks without food. So some of our favorite establishments just put 50 cent wing charges on stuff, right? So you can continue to push, but eventually it's going to hit a point where I mean, it's, it's going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And I think, I would say the last couple of weeks have probably been better because things did start, they did start easing things. But we were very closely approaching that in, in Pennsylvania. Point I think of no return. Yeah. I yeah. think it was, it was rough, especially around election time. But yeah, it was. And what gets me is they say, we're a lock you down. You might get your rights back if you behave. And then I, they can just say, we're not going to give your rights back because you didn't behave right. well enough. Right. right. And then they say Texas lifted its mask mandate. You'll notice most of the places around here still require you to wear a mask, especially yeah. the big chains. Um, they lifted the mask mandate. Everyone said, oh, well, <laughs> Texas is going to have skyrocketing cases. We haven't. They've, they've plummeted. They've now plateaued. No significant spike. Um, and when you ask them and say, well, you just said they were going to spike. Where'd it go? I said, oh, well, they must be they must be spending more time outside. And now on the East Coast, those are the same people who are outlawing like youth soccer practice because they don't want you to do that. So none of it makes any sense. And at some point you just get fed up and you realize, why am I listening to these people? Yeah. Their, their 10 minutes of fame are up. Give me my life back. Yeah. And I think it comes back to, again, you have to allow people to make their own decisions. And, and, and for us, I mean, just for me traveling for work, traveling personally, I would say that definitely we took some pretty high risk things, but life's about risk, right? So if, if you don't feel safe, then okay, fine. You can stay home and you can wear a mask every single second and in your car and double up and double anything mask. else, right? But but you can't just arbitrarily decide what people can and can't do. And then also at the same time, my two cents of it, which is 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 an unpopular opinion probably, too, you can't just decide, hey, you can't do something and then either not have an exit strategy, right? Or then have any other compensation or anything else originated with yeah. it. Like unpopular opinion. If you say you can't work, right? Government says you can't work. Then I don't like the idea of taxpayers paying it. But like you can't just say someone can't work. Yeah. And then not a lot. How? The, yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah. Right. You know. So stimulus checks. I get it. Probably ton. They should have tapered them back. Well, have you, you know? have you seen the prices on everything? Well, have you been to Home Depot lately? Well, I have, <laughs> as, you're, as you're well aware. So about six to nine months ago, um, we started renovating our entire downstairs. 
I hope you stocked up on the well, plywood beforehand. Well, so when we started, plywood was honestly, it was about 14, 15 bucks yeah. a sheet. I needed to do two patchworks about uh, three weeks ago. I got two sheets, 66 bucks a piece. Yeah. When we took the beam out in the house, um, studs, which are normally like two, three, but four bucks or something, yeah. like seven ninety, so yeah. eight bucks a piece. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's crazy. But the thing about that also is, you know, that's also simple supply and demand a little bit too, because then we came into COVID. No one wanted to pay the high prices, so then no one did pay the high prices. So then it sat there. But now it's been months. Yeah. They have to get back into their construction. They have to meet deadlines, and so they're buying up. And now there's a run on everything else costs. Plus, you got ships locking off canals left and right. You know, the entire supply chain is what, whatever. Hap whatever's happening in the Suez has nothing to do with whether or not Canadian lumber can get to American markets. So that's true. There are lumber that's yards yes. that have piles of this stuff. They, they buy board feet. They have not reduced how much board feet they're processing in the lumber yards. Yeah. So they're processing just as much. Here's what I've said. They've just, they're just artificially inflating. Here's, well, here's what I've said. Oh, so, so 66 bucks per, per sheet of plywood. If you go in there, they have plenty of it. It's not like it's only two sheets there. Right. Yeah. So it's not a scarcity issue by no means. Um, it's, I think it's simple demand driven. And I think it's, I think definitely there's some price gouging. There, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're artificially holding back a lot of that supply. Yeah, now when what OSB board is like $50 a sheet. It's, it's absurd. It's absurd. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to buy that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm in the process of renovating my garage um, and building some shelving and stuff. And it's cheaper now just to buy metal shelves at Costco yeah. than to build it with a two by four. Um, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, whenever you give free money to people, I've been saying this on the podcast for a while, you have, um, you have demand pull, inflation. Yeah. Where everyone all of a sudden has all of this new money in their pocket and they're going out to buy stuff. They all want to yeah, buy the same traders. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. They buy traders. They buy I mean, look, there's people that needed it. And I I do feel for them. The people that got kicked out of jobs and everything else, but also I'll say that my company's always hiring, by the way. So I mean, the problem was when we had that, then they had the um the six hundred extra dollar thing yeah. at their own point. We we're working on seventy percent turnover at our sites. Yeah, I mean it's it's insane. So there's trickle down to it. But I I feel for the people who were put in bad financial um, positions. But I never should have happened. Never should have happened. Never never should have happened. But I also on the same token I say you know if if you are gonna do a handout, which is what it is, right? It's 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 stimulus. It's help. You know, they really probably should have figured out the yeah. criteria a little bit better. Yeah. You know, it was just, you know, I had Joe Rogan just a little bit ago. He was actually, I don't know if you've listened, it was two or three weeks ago, I think he said, he's like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me that people made $75,000 were getting stimulus checks that didn't lose their job? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. People making under 80 grand that were essential employees were getting $1,200 stimulus yeah. checks. Why? You yeah. know, and this is the problem with government though, right? Like you yeah. can't. There's, there's, it's not as simple as just saying, Hey, we got to help people. Like it, it's, it, it just doesn't work that way, you know? And it, I get to your point, never should have happened to begin with. Never should have happened. Um, so a little bit of a more laid back edition of the podcast today. Yes. Um, we're drinking bourbons. We got a, uh, a brisket on the smoker that is probably in the process of getting completely torched and burned right now. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. good. It might be on flames. But it it looked good. good. Yeah. Um, you went to Austin. We did. How was that? Um, the bats were cool. Yeah, bats are cool. The bats, cool. Bats are the best part of Austin. It, it, as you know, there's a short list. Um, so I, you know, we were talking before. I think Austin has a bit of an identity crisis. 
Oh yeah. And and I don't know if that's always been the case. Yeah. It's always, or, they've always had the keep Austin weird. That's always yeah. been like their unofficial motto. You know, as someone who's traveled a bit, if I wanted to go to California, I'd just go to California. Yeah. Like honestly, we were there and it's, you know, I, I think they had a couple good spots, but I'd rather if I'm flying somewhere, I'm just going to fly to San Diego. Yeah. You know, they have better tacos and the beer was better. Oh, I don't know. So, I, don't, I don't know if they have better tacos. Hey, no. Well, so, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, we might get some people upset here. Um, we had Franklin's. Yeah. I don't think it was that good. Yeah. You don't think so? I, you know. What I, time did you get in line? Anyone who doesn't know, so, yeah, Franklin's Barbecue is a place in Austin where they start cooking what, 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Yeah. And they well, cook through yeah. the night. And however much they cook, that's however much yep. they have. And people literally line up. The night before, yeah, almost like they're waiting for a video game console or or concert tickets. Um, remember those? Remember concerts? Um, they they sit out there for hours, sometimes days, yeah. if they really want the the first stop. You can pay um, um, like teenagers to like save yeah. a spot for you and stuff like that. It's good business. That's no, it, it's it's very yeah. good. The barbecue is very good, but it has kind of been overhyped yeah. because you see people like, oh, I've been here for twelve hours. Yeah. So what what do you it's, think? Of- so I think because of COVID. Um, there was no more line. And I think that was a huge part of it. Uh, because people would go, you'd line up, um, there'd be, uh, they'd have beer. It'd be like a, it'd be a whole thing, you know, yeah. it'd be like a tailgate. It's tailgate. You're, you're, you're tailgating for, yeah. for ribs, and then, brisket. And then you finally get to go inside, you order from the big menu, you sit down, you eat it. It's a slop. It's, it's a mess. It's, it's great. It's and then fun. it closes at 3 PM. Closes at 3 PM. <laughs> they run yeah. out of food. Yeah. They just, whenever they run out, they're out. Um, but now uh, you have to order online ahead of time. You have like a pound minimum per order. So like I'll be like, here's what it is. So we got basically a pound of each, a couple sides, and the desserts. And it's like 175 bucks, yeah, yeah. which is fine, fine, whatever. You know, you want some good barbecue. That's awesome. Um, but with that said, uh, I've been to Memphis in May. I've had Kansas City barbecue. I've had California barbecue. I mean, I've traveled all over. So I've, I've been around. It's good. But it does. It's nothing that knocks your socks off. So you know, what, what you do you pay. think of the brisket? Because when you think of Kansas City, you think ribs. Yeah. When you think of Memphis, you think like pork, like the the south yeah. the south part of the United States pork. When you think of the Northeast barbecue, you think like clam bakes and things like yep. that. What do you think of the brisket? Because that's what he's known for. I think, and I'm going to get so much hate on this <laughs> from from everyone, but I think if you've had if you've made more than ten briskets in your life, you buy like a wagyu brisket from like SRF or something like that, and you know what you're doing, you can get pretty close to it. Yeah. It's, again, it is great. It was perfectly tender. It was delicious and all that, but for 65 bucks a pound or whatever it was. That's what, uh, 60, it, you know, I should probably that's crazy. say, but I mean, it was, it, it is expensive. Um, it, it, you go for the experience and unfortunately I just yeah. didn't get the experience because it's COVID, you know? So the brisket we're making is with that same recipe. Oh, which yeah. is a very salt simple pepper. Salt, salt pepper. Salt pepper. That's it. That's it. That's coarse it. pepper, coarse salt. Yeah. That's it. Um, little mustard rub down to make it stick. Um, no idea what our brisket is doing right now. It might be on fire. <laughs> you know, I think I think they would tell us, right? No, 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 no. My Maybe. wife wouldn't. My wife wouldn't notice. the The whole the whole patio could be on fire, and she'd be. She'd, yeah, be watching, Amanda, she'd be listening to audio books. Amanda's so sick of me cooking barbecue at this point, she'd probably be okay if it actually went up in the yeah. flames. So. so around here, the best barbecue places are like the food trucks. Yeah. There's one place down the road that's really great. 
but like the great part of it is the full experience, as you said. Yeah. Um, you go there, and the place near us has a full stage. They have bands that come. Yeah. It's like a full event. It, it, it's not the same with takeout. So I, I would say, if you're ever back, and we ever get our rights back, right? Whenever, wait in line. Wait in line. Drink a bunch of beers, and have the experience because that's half. That that you're up all night. You're you're yes. really tired, and you taste it, and it just tastes great. Yes, <laughs> I think that's the thing. It's it's like anything else. You just you the anticipation and one and like oh it's close it's close. But yeah, yeah it was it was definitely a letdown. But um, the one thing the one nice thing I got to I one thing I didn't think would happen was we found up the street from Franklin's was a dive bar, and for about a year or so I've been on this on this. Uh, trip to try and find Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. Finally found it. They found it. Dive bar in Austin though. So that's what made That's a strange place to find a very expensive it, it, it was sixty bucks a pour. Cheapest I've ever seen it though. Honestly, it was it was awesome. They probably bought that years ago. No, you said they get an allocation every year. They just really? some place that just knows how to knows a guy who knows a guy or something. But that made it that made the trip worthwhile though. So so now we're here. We started out in Waco, um then moved down here and it's, it's nice. It's like trying to find Blanton's can't find it. You can't can't awesome. find it. My dad loves Blanton's. He has all of the horses. Do you know the deal with the Blanton's horses? No. Each top is a different stage of the gallop. So if I you, not if you look on it, really? at the bottom, there's a little letter. And B-L-A-N-T-O-N-S. Each letter is a different stage in the gallop. So you collect them all. I did not know that. And you put them side by side, and it oh, looks man. like the horse is galloping. Yeah. I thought I was kind of whiskey nerdy. I didn't yeah. know that. You, but oh, you'll never so. know because yeah. you can't buy it. Because yeah, it's it's it. nowhere. <laughs> Someone's probably selling it on eBay for five hundred dollars. Yeah. So other than other than the the weird hippie vibes, other than the subpar tacos you said, which I don't agree with, uh -huh. but um, I mean Austin's no San Antonio when it comes to Mexican food. Um, how's the Mexican food been in San Antonio? Um, so far so good. We've been trying to find some good Mexican Tex-Mex places the place we ate at this morning um was pretty good i'm still trying to find the go-to place yeah now. yeah um i'll tell you what we went out last night and i had because found this like speakeasy place and uh we originally went out for mexican or tex-mex couldn't find it and then i was extremely let down because they we wanted to get this bologna sandwich it's like apparently really famous there i don't know dude i'm telling you i was so upset they didn't have it and it was just like another letdown for the trip. We'll see yeah. what happens though. Um, yeah, here in San Antonio, Mexican food's kind of like New York pizza. Even a bad dollar New York slice, you eat it's it, good. you're eating, you're like, okay, well, it's not, it's not bad. I don't hate it. It's just not the best pizza. It's kind of yeah. like here, even bad Mexican food, you're like, oh, it's still good. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's okay. Yeah, the couple things I've had, I'm like, oh, this is better than Pennsylvania. Yeah, right? oh, I mean, it's oh, a kick it down here. Yeah. Yeah, you can't imagine the Amish making any enchiladas. No, I mean, you probably do <laughs> with Italian food and everything else. You know? It's like you know how you know how Pennsylvania is. You go to a, a restaurant, there's 17 pages of items because yeah. they just sell everything. Yeah, yeah, that's when you know everything's good. So we've never had. I've never had a guest here in Texas yet. I'm glad we're, uh, we're waiting to build yeah. out the studio. We had all these plans. COVID it's happened. Full. Yeah, yeah. It's, they can't it's see so it. I, I'm telling you, listen, guys. So great. It's amazing. We are surrounded by guns. <laughs> That's what you need. Um, so if you came through that door, we'd be set. I've never had a guest, so I, I can create my own traditions. I want to play a little word association with you. Okay. Because obviously you're a conservative. You wouldn't be on this if you weren't. Right. Um, Wanted to play a little word association and, and get the first thing that comes to your mind okay. when you see these different do, people. Do hyphenate, hyphens count? I roll. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, it doesn't have to be one word. It can be a couple words, a phrase, a sentence, um, but just a couple words. What comes to mind? So the first one up, we have Governor Wolf. You're governor of Pennsylvania. The uh, di dictator. Yeah? Yeah. Do you remember when, when he, his family business got a waiver and his competitors didn't? Do you remember that? Oh, I remember a lot of things. You know, <laughs> so the interesting thing about Pennsylvania right now and with the lockdowns, and it was even around the election. The problem is you can't do anything. He's in office, right? So unless you like pull him out, I mean, he's done, right? He's, yeah. he's just, he's in there. Um, every single, I shouldn't say every single, I would say 90% of bars and restaurants and shops that have like those signs that, you know, you put the letters in, mm -hmm. lights up, have some kind of bad word before <laughs> Wolf's name. Usually F words or other words, but it is usually something and it is widespread. Yeah. I mean, it was... I don't know. I'm sure there's pockets of areas and, you know, you get on the interwebs and everyone's going to say it. But I will tell you, overwhelmingly, I, from my perspective, not well liked. I mean, not at all. Yeah, I, I can't stand him. Um, when I saw what they were doing, when I saw that his family business, I forget what business it was in, but he got a waiver. We actually had someone on the show way back when. And uh, he was a lawyer suing over the fact that well, they were only letting some businesses reopen and some businesses not. So, yeah, I've the thing about that, the waiver thing in Pennsylvania, I've got a lot of friends in the trades um, back home. I a lot of friends that are contractors um, and just in people that were coming in uh, that I talked to with, with, you know, trying to trying to fix my house, uh, renovate my house. No one. I've yet to meet anyone that got one of those. Yeah, no one. And I'm talking probably 50 to 100 people at this point in the Harrisburg. No one knows anyone that got yeah. one. Yeah. I don't. It's kind of weird to me. You know? just, just think about that. You have two companies competing against each other. They both want to be able to stay open during the lockdown. Yep. And the government gets to decide the winners and losers. And in, in many cases, the insiders, yeah. the, the relatives of the government officials, they're the ones who got the waivers, the permission to stay open. And all the little guys yeah. didn't. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not even that it's a lottery, you know? There's literally, they have requirements or something. And anytime you have any kind of arbitrary requirement, there's going to be foul play. Right? Yeah. Just fine. If you're going to say that, you know, you have a certain thing, then you you fill in a thing. There's going to be a criteria or something, then have a lottery or something and get it. But no, there's like a selection processes and stuff. And listen, I'll tell you right now, Pennsylvania is not straight edge enough to figure, Pennsylvania government's not straight edge enough to figure that one out. So that's Tom Wolf. Let me get your impression on this and just speak a little louder. Okay. Just to make sure we, we, we kick it. You can see on the little this. Yep. We want to make sure you're in that yellow zone. Um, we're not going to get any whispers. So that's Tom Wolf. Okay. Um, let me turn it down. What do you think about this one? And I don't want to misgender this. I was going to say you said this one. Well, yeah. I, I, I respectfully, I am going to use the they pronoun. They them. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe it. So... Um, what do you think of this individual? I, Levine, this is the health official in Pennsylvania who now is working in the Biden administration, a trans individual, most known probably countrywide for the fact that they pulled their mother out of a nursing home at the same time that they were sending COVID patients into nursing homes. So unpopular opinion. Um, by the way, I, a whole part of my, my business and my life is in healthcare and my wife is in healthcare. Um, unpopular opinion, very bold. I don't know why a pediatrician should be in charge of every single health aspect of everything, right? 
Um, I just don't. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. I just, you know, I think I, you keep I, saying unpopular opinion because, and you keep saying that, a lot of popular opinions. You know, because <laughs> I'm not famous, I'm gonna get backlash by every single pediatrician. There, did you know? Right now, the world is so woke that provider is a is a racist term now. Provider, provider, like a healthcare provider. Apparently, that's, that's oh. Let, so let me let me let me go out on a limb. The idea that there is some entity that has the ability to provide for you uh-huh. is is racist because I don't I, I don't know the haves and have nots. It's this is the world that we live in. So no pediatricians, I appreciate you a hundred percent. I just I we saw what she did in Pennsylvania and and the ridiculous kind of lockdowns and guidance and you know the other thing when they came out with rules which came from her office, right? Um, none of them made sense. Like they, they were all arbitrary. They all stepped on each, to- each other's toes, yeah. right? And so seeing it firsthand, and then now that she's right in Biden's, I'm very concerned about, about the yeah. future. Yeah, no, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's a coincidence. New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, all implemented the same policy of if there is a COVID-positive patient leaving the hospital, the nursing home must accept them. And they all, the three of them, have some of the highest elderly mortality rates from COVID-19. And this individual it just got a promotion. Yeah. I, I understand what you mean with, with the pediatricians. Um, my pediatrician kicked me out. I turned 18, they kicked me out. Yeah. Well, life expectancy is what, 60, 70, 76 years old? 83. 83, whatever it is. Um, you can't, a pediatrician should not be setting policies. It's, and, a, it's a specialization, yeah. right? But the specialization is not population's healthcare. You know, it's yeah. not a, it's not a, it's not an entire country's health. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's my two cents on it. I mean, hot take on it, but it's... I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. I think that most people here would, uh, would agree with that. So we got Levine, no love for her. Yep. Let's give a little love. What do you think about, about this guy, Ron DeSantis, you know, governor of Florida? Um, one, I gotta get those keg stands too. He's our Lord and Savior, our Pathfinder, right? I mean, I know, I know for a fact. Um, my brother uh, lives in Florida, um, and I know there are some unfavorable opinions of him within Florida. But you look at what he's done, and I was, I was in Florida uh, during Thanksgiving, and I don't know if you knew this. Um, there, there was no COVID in Florida. Well, there we, no, there was there. According no, to Facebook's terms of service, I have to correct you and say that there was COVID in Florida. I'm, like they're that strict. Tell you if we say there's no yeah, COVID in Florida, they will they will point to a single positive I, test result and we'll be suspended forever. It was you, COVID, but it was not everywhere. I will tell you that going to Florida was like taking a step back into 2019. Yeah, and it was amazing. Um, and and no disrespect to Texas at all, but there it, I think it was an extreme that what Florida did, and you know it seems like it's worked out. Um, but you know more power to him. I mean he's bucked the trend. He's continually pushed back. He said, look at what we can do. And again, from my perspective, what he's done is like let people do what they want. Yeah. Right. Just I, know, I think if, the, do what you yeah. I think if all of Texas's major cities were on the ocean. Similar to how That's, Florida is, yeah. I think we'd see similar craziness. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you have Houston, you have different areas on the Gulf um, where you can get quickly to the to, to the water, but it's a hike from San Antonio, from Austin, from Dallas to get to yeah. the water. It, we don't have as many as many beach raves. Hundred percent. That's the um, I mean, <laughs> pulling into Tampa was one thing. Going to Clearwater or St. Pete, and it was spring break 2019. Here's, I mean, it, it was, here's it was the other insane. thing. It was packed. No masks. Everyone just 
walking around. I mean, it was it was insane. Here's another thing, though. We, we say that it's like a beach. It's a young a young guy's game. You go to the villages. They're just as wild and crazy, like ignoring it yeah. and just just living yeah. life. I mean, you, you go to the villages. Villages is a retirement yeah. community in Florida that's so big. It has its own Walmart. It has its own zip code. It's it's huge. It's it's its own town. Um, it's a gated town, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, F- Florida's done a great job. And DeSantis met with Trump. You see that this week? I didn't see that. Yeah, did he? They had a meeting. They had a meeting. Is he? So, is he well, if Trump's going to start his new social media, no, logo in Florida, I, I think it's. I, mean, that's, I think it's Trump wants to run again, twenty twenty four, ditching Pence, bringing on DeSantis. That'd be bold. Yeah, that'd be bold. I, I'm I'm all about it. I, listen, I love the slogan. Make America Florida, minus the bath salts, right? Make America Florida. So I don't think Trump could do that because DeSantis is pretty in the face. He's, wow, he's they love him. They love him, Florida. Like from Trump, though. That's yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, if Trump wanted to groom him oh, for leadership, true. he could. Yeah. Um, two Floridians running on the same ticket. That might be rough. I'm trying to think. But Trump's now moving back to New Jersey. For the summer. He says Florida's too hot. Oh, yeah. He's going that's to Bedminster. Yeah. Everyone does. Bed- Everyone goes down to Florida for the winter, right? He's not doing anything original. <laughs> yeah, he's going to Bedminster. He just goes golf course to golf course, depending on the, the heat and uh, temperature. Yeah. I love DeSantis. I think he's doing a great job. I, we great. were in CPAC in Orlando. How was that? That was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first time I actually got to go to a restaurant in a year, because right. we don't, we had a newborn, right? We had right, we right. a toddler. Yeah. We don't go to restaurants yeah. during COVID. Um, I was stunned by the whole, you have to wear your mask coming through the door. You have to wear your mask, walking to the table. And then when you sit at the table, then you take it you're, off. you're taking off and just immediately COVID's gone. Um, it's, not, it's nowhere there. Yeah. What you don't know, the tables, you know, wood tables, they, they release particulates that just, oh, yeah. they, they, you know, don't do anything that kills all COVID. And I'm, I'm obligated under Facebook's terms of service <laughs> to say that that was sarcasm. <laughs> that was just getting pretty thick. I was opening. No, listen, the censors yeah. have no sense of humor. The censors have no sense of humor. They what they do is they read a transcript. They don't even watch the whole video. They so, read the transcript. That's how they manage. S and then yeah, 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 yeah. They read the transcripts and and then they they ban you for it. Um, so that's DeSantis. Okay, so let's last one. What do you think of her? You know, um, I don't think she's. I don't think she's left enough. Yeah, I I don't. I think she needs to go more. In fairness, she's she's crazy. Yeah. She's insane. But when you look at who else is in her party, she is not the most left anymore. She's not the leftmost member of the party. She used to be. Yeah. Now she's, for a Democrat, she's like strangely centrist. And that's not saying that she's in the middle of America, like the political spectrum, but the Democrat party, she is much closer to the center than she is to the far left. I, the conservatives... And Republicans also have people in in office that have said or done some questionable things. Now, with that said, as a speaker, how can anyone on the left actually watch and listen and hear what she says and be okay? Well, did you see what she said this week? I don't do the, the everything moves so fast nowadays. Oh, you're also on vacation. I've been on vacation. I, I, I've been listen. I stopped. I deleted Reddit. I got off of that. Like I don't follow any of that stuff. Yeah. It's so toxic anymore to people like us. I mean, you can't get on there without just getting just reamed out by everyone and their brother. So, so what did I miss? Well, so it was after the um, Derek Chauvin 
case. Oh, 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 yes. She stood in front of a microphone. Thank you for your service. And she looked up to the the heavens and she said, thank you for for dying for justice. Thank you for sacrificing yourself. Thank you for your sacrifice for the justice. When he was not sacrificed at like some kind of social justice or racial justice rally, he was, he just resisted arrest and he died. So she actually thanked him. And here's the other thing. His girlfriend said the same thing. The girl who testified and did all the waterworks, she said the same thing. Thank you for dying. So, so if that's the case, do you, cause you know, this wasn't done in a silo. Do you think that they had a group together of writers and said, this is the best, the best line to deliver during the speech? Like these are the sound bites, you know, yeah. you see it, right? Every time there's a message, then, you know, it gets, it gets plastered over and everyone has the sound bite, the one line to do. You think that's what they that's what they decide to fall on? I think because it is I think not good, and that guy needs to be fired if that's the case. I think that she wasn't on script, and I think that she thinks she's smarter than she actually is, and she went into the Rolodex in her brain, oh, and yeah. found things it's that she found, said like, yeah. in similar things. I can see that. Like I could imagine going to like Selma, like the anniversary of Selma. Yeah, and and, and if there's anyone there saying thank you for your sacrifice, like yeah. I I could see her saying that and it making sense. Yeah. But in this case, no, not, the guy did not die for justice. No, and not. and what does that say to his family that you're you're glad he's dead for your own political fortunes? Yeah, it's it, it was gross. Okay, you know, I looking at her. You know, you know what I think of her that I just seeing what she drinks Moscato. Not okay. even like rose. She's yeah, a Moscato yeah. girl. I can tell just by looking. That's what it is. No, Only with two ice cubes. Uh, no, she drinks Riesling. Riesling. Every meal of the day. Right? Yeah, every meal. That's it. <laughs> she drinks. She drinks Riesling with her appetizer. <laughs> you know, we actually. I we screwed up. We should have done this. We should have said what they drink, and then yeah. we should have done. Yeah. No. Um, uh, yeah. She's she's terrible. Obviously, and you know her majority in Congress is down to two seats. It's. It shouldn't even be that. I know. You know but, what I mean? That's, but the, that's the issue. That's the whole deal. They started with, oh, we, we have a mandate. And every week, it gets a little smaller, smaller, smaller. Now, frankly, it's because people pass away. People retire. People resign in shame, right? It changes. But that's part of the reason they want to make D.C. a state. I was really, well, yeah. Let's, first off, there's a reason the Final Fathers didn't make that a state to begin with, right? But so... The I was very upset and, and let down after the the election because after everything we have gone through with um the lockdowns and, and how everything is, we we could not keep pace and we could not pull together. Yeah. Like I'm worried like this is this is a textbook and if, if people aren't seeing it now, this if this will continue. We're yeah. gonna have the fifty first state, then they're gonna probably Pulling Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, anyone else? And they're gonna keep. They're gonna pack. They're gonna pack this. Pack left and right. Right. There's. There's no getting out of it. If if we continue down this road, it's only gonna get worse. But but th- think about this. Think about how horribly unpopular your agenda has to be. That you just took the, the Congress. Yep. You took the White House, and the only way to pass your agenda is to add new states. Think yeah. of how har- how yeah. horribly unpopular your agenda you is. Add judges and add yeah, states. Yeah, you have to add judges. You have to add states. Otherwise, it won't pass. And they say they have a mandate. If we, if you have a mandate, put it up for a vote and see if you have the votes. But they don't. They don't have the votes. They don't have the votes to say we can only eat one hamburger a month. They don't have those votes. It's it's and also, you know that it bothers me that. 
they actually think that that is a smart decision. There's not, I, there should not be a single person out there that will read any part of that bill and say, we want to be, the idea of being carbon neutral or zero emissions or whatever it was by 2050. Okay, great. That's a great goal. Maybe make it 2100 because that's probably more realistic, right? And let's tap some natural gas and lean in and, you know, we can do some different things. But, you know, there are so many things of like forcing people to get electrical cars and, you know, all these yeah. other things like that's not a smart decision. There's there's trickle down of this, not trickle up like they keep saying. Right. I mean, there are trickle down effects to this. And and I don't I would be shocked if the 70 percent of the silent majority Americans are out there saying like, yeah, that's a smart decision. The well, problem is that the people in power are just going to make the decision anyway, and they're not going to be the ones that yeah. are affected by it. Right? Yeah. That's the other thing. They make all the rules. They're going to do whatever they want. You know, I mean, it's it, we're the ones that are going to suffer at the end of it. So you weren't here. You're just visiting anyone who's yep. just coming in. He's just visiting Texas from a COVID lockdown state. Maybe. He's our Maybe. COVID refugee. Might be, might be like the property. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's a ton. There's a ton. There's a ton. There's yeah. ton. Listen, buy the property before some Californian buys it. And, yeah, and, and you have a yeah. thumbs up for me. Um, well, what I'll do is I'll just buy a bunch of it and then sell it at California prices. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. A couple months ago, we had horrible freeze. Yeah. Winter weather. It, we, it was, listen, me and my wife, we come from the Did East you guys Coast. power? We didn't because we live right next to a water tower. Yep. So I and we live right next to an air force. People space. close to like hospitals, any infrastructure yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Not lucky. So we got on the same. We got on the same. Um, same grid as the military base, as the water hot, as the water tower. So that's like last ditch. Like, do not turn that off unless you have to, because then no one has water. Right. Um. But we we it just got so cold. Our house isn't insulated. For a whole week, yeah, you don't 10 have ten degree or twenty four insulation. Yeah, we have we. You can't even buy that. You don't have salt. You don't have any. You can't. Salt. We like R fifteen is the top you can buy at, at our Home Depot. It makes me wonder though: are people going to like have upcharges on new houses now? Be like, hey, just in case, you know, and well, they have like extreme insulation properties. I'm there. I'm redoing my garage, and uh, I added insulation to the walls because might as well. Yeah, why not? But never again. It, is it was, you just like fiberglass bat, or do you like the spray and stuff? Where I where I had the water pipe burst. Uh huh. Um, I had to take an entire four by eight sheet down. Oh, okay. So that I put bat insulation in between three sets, but the rest I blew in. Yeah. I blew in the cellulose, yeah, it's fine. which was messy, dirty as hell, yeah. but at least now it's insulated. It's there. Um, but we, we weren't prepared for it at all. Yeah. And it, it was rough because I've never experienced a pipe burst in yeah. the wall. Yeah. When when you actually are heating your house, right? It, it's a, that's unheard of. Yeah, everyone thinks like that happens a lot in the Northeast. It doesn't. Right? People it doesn't. Like, oh, up north. I mean, I'm in Pennsylvania, right? So I mean, it's not high upper peninsula michigan it's not canada like that's cold right yeah we still have some pretty freak stuff but even at camps and stuff like yeah that doesn't happen well also also there you have the ability to shut off your your sprinklers yeah and your hoses we have the here we don't have a shut off we don't even have one like they they didn't even think about it It might be code now they didn't even think about it back then of having an indoor shut off to winterize your pipes it's not it wasn't even on top of mind yeah so that happened and the, and the fact checkers went crazy against us. It's not true. Not true. That happened because solar and wind failed first. It failed first. Iced over, right? The, the, the wind turbines iced over and the solar panels were covered in snow. So they failed. And what you had follow was a cascading failure across everyone else, all the other different uh, energy technologies. Energy, any energy sources collapsed. Right? Yeah, I mean, so so the oil plants, the, the coal p- plants had to work harder to try and compensate, and it just all blew up. Yeah, and they're saying, oh, well, we actually should invest more in solar and wind. Solar and wind is a great for diversification, 
You need it. Yes. I'm glad you said that. It's great for diversification. But it's not a replacement. So my family had what first started off and for decades, we were heavily into the coal business, right? Like my family started out, we, we, we had coal businesses, um, coal operators, we had everything, right? So the thing is, is that we were heavily vested in fossil fuels. We have to continue that to a certain extent. We also need to start tapping the largest energy resource that we know of, and it's natural gas. Right? Yeah. And also it's freaking cheap. Yeah. Right. And it's just sitting down there. And we had the spike probably about 10 years ago. We thought it was going to be a boom. Now we can export it and all that kind of stuff. But but why are we not taking advantage of that? I'm, I'm all for yeah. wind and solar and getting there and fusion and this and that. Like, let's get there. We can't do that by 2050. Yeah. Right. Like, why are we just squandering this resource, which is cleaner? Yeah. Right. It, it is a it is a step in the right direction. And we're just, nah, we're not going to yeah. do it. Don't get me started on nuclear, but, but yeah. Yeah, nuclear, as long as you take the precautions, it is safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yesterday, I was bringing... Not by, by TMI, right? So, I mean, it's like, that was yeah. the meltdown. Yesterday, I was bringing out my trash, and I was like, simping around. Yeah. Neighbor three doors down was uh, having a crawfish boil. Oh, yeah. So, I, wa- I wandered over there. You were there. You didn't. You wandered over there. One, one over there. Yeah, <laughs> my wife got a little upset. I left my phone at home, and I went to go eat some crawfish, drink some beers. He does this every time he goes on deployment because he is a uh, an oil worker. Oh, okay. And he flies to Africa oh, wow. and works on deep sea oil drilling. He basically Man. drills the wells oh, he's a rough and then caps them. Yeah. So it's six weeks on, six weeks off. So right before he goes, the night before, they have a big blowout in their driveway, which is awesome. And they just do crawfish. They barbecue, That's whatever. Awesome. So cool. he's telling me, I was like, well, why don't you just do it here? He's like, well, the, the Biden administration just changed yeah, they, regulations. Uh, they put a stop on everything. So that... Um, it, they're making it harder to refine American oil. Think about that. Even if we are still a net producer of oil, our refineries under the Biden administration's policies will still be required to import oil to refine. So let's go down this route. So then we have, it was like the um, the, the Paris Agreement. Yeah, Paris Climate Paris Accords. Climate Accords, right? Um, so fine, we're going to do everything. We're going to tax everyone crazy we're gonna have one cheeseburger and beyond meat the rest of the week and we're gonna all buy a fifty thousand dollar electric car and china doesn't care and they're gonna keep yeah. doing what they want and in that same scenario that we were just talking through thought experiment we're gonna export our oil someone else is gonna refine yeah. it we're gonna import it right yeah. back yeah but what are we doing you know yeah. that's make any sense. the kind of stuff that just drives me insane you know it, it if i had if i was surrounded by people if i had people if, okay the people that are in office, if I acted like that at my job, I, I'd be fired. You know, I mean, yeah. it's 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 absurd the decisions that are made and like the viewpoints that are thrown up. It's just a sad, it's just sad example of groupthink, and everyone's just stuck in the same exact scenario. And you know, I just it just annoys the hell out of me. Yeah. Well, they keep saying the cow farts, the cow farts, the cow farts. It's, isn't that cow farts in one percent though? But the cow farts so, didn't save Texas. But. We got, we have cow farts. We have more cow farts than everyone. So, and we still froze. It's less than like, it's like, it's, well, it's so smooth. So, like Argentina, if you look at like by volume, they have so many damn cows. It, it gets significant as a source of methane. Right. But it's like, well, what the, what's the solution? Just kill the cows? I, <laughs> I, I thought this was the political party that was also in, on PETA's side, right? So it's like, right. what, what do you yeah. do? What are, what just do you let do? It naturally die. Yeah. It, then they decompose and then it's a whole other issue though too, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, um, yeah, I, I just, I hear a lot of ideas 
I've said this at my work before. It's like, I hear a lot of ideas. They're not ideas that I would take to the to the boss, right? There was one, those wouldn't be ideas that I put in my final presentation and say, here's here's our next five year plan, right? I wouldn't go that far, but they're just, you know, it's like they're just whiteboarding stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's like depending on it, it's like they're just constantly whiteboarding, waiting to see what the backlash is, and then they take two steps back and then put in some half assed solution after the fact. You know what I mean? My whole thing is if they want to treat it like have you ever looked at like what solar costs to put on your house? So they have the rebates. Yeah. So if you want to treat like, like a rebate, it's like thirty like percent back or something. It's like it's that. reducing. Yeah. I think it's down to twenty. It, well, it's, it's, it's going to rip some credits. Yeah. Because I was looking at it, but yeah. I need to get a new roof first. So I'm like putting it off. But you know what yeah. happened when they reduced the credits? The price that the companies charge went down a little bit too. Funny. Um, yeah, if you want to incentivize right? it like that, if you want to incentivize it, where hey, if you want to buy a electric car. Here's a tax rebate. You want to put solar in your house? Here's a tax rebate. The problem is, if you buy an electric car, you're still using a coal power that plant, like when the, a natural gas power plant to charge that it. Like, <laughs> that was like uh, when the Volt didn't go out yeah. well, right? So then, like, you know, Barack just bought yeah. a bunch of them to help yeah. them out. Um, so here's the thing. Like, that's, that's if you want to incentivize that, it's great. But, but, but like, when you see California, California has a plan on the books to ban fossil yes. fuel cars. Yeah. There's a date. Where they say no fossil fuel cars after this point. I can tell you that the supply chain industry is going to just stop delivering to California then. You won't because there's so many people. Because the thing, you know, not if they keep moving to Texas. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, but that's the thing. There's a mass exodus, right? So how long will they be the third largest economy, whatever BS they want to say? But the thing is, is that if, you know, it's, without diving too off track, topic of an electric car, buy an electric car. I think it's the way of the future. I think it's okay. But if you're going to do it, you got to put solar panels on it. Yeah. Like, don't plug it in. To the coal power plant. To the coal power plant. <laughs> it's a net. The funniest net thing I've ever seen, and I, I, I've seen a lot of pictures online. I've also seen it in person. A guy charging his electric car with a gas-powered generator. You know. <laughs> That's what it's it like. It's like sixty-two percent efficiency right there, or something. It's like, and know. that's what happens if you ever if you ever break down with an electric car. Not break down, but you run out run out electricity. Your yeah. ba- you run your batteries dry, and you call up that service. Hey, I need a charge. Yeah, they come with a gas powered generator, generator. Yeah. and they charge you up. Um, I think that's what's that's the tough thing, right? Because like, if I was just going to work, you know, and I've thought about this. Like, look, if Tesla truck comes out, I you know I'd lease it. I try it out. Not you know, until they make not. a nicer model. You know, that's the, you got to pay the price. You got to be, you got to be at the front end of it. Right? Um, but let's say the Tesla truck came out. I'd try it. I mean, there's another one out there. The Tesla truck is a trapezoid on, on wheels. Dude, it's got the <laughs> TV that like rolls out, you know? Um, it looks like a warthog if it was. Clean. Yeah, it looks like Halo. Yeah. Um, nerd but so, moment. But so I would try that, but I would only drive to work. I wouldn't drive it to the Outer Banks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to drive it 10 hours or whatever. It's just. I think that's the limiting factor is the, is the distance part and the charge time. And I'm like, yeah, you can supercharge it. I think it's a couple of hours now, but like, what are you going to yeah. have a cheats for two hours? Yeah. There's a different way to travel with it, you know? Um, so that's what I'm curious to see. That, that I mean, we're doing now, like with my company and teaming with, 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 with other um, companies of like, you know, tractor trailers with you know, electric tractor trailers and stuff like that. And like, it is the future, right? It's going to happen. But even uh, Elon said it himself, like there's a certain limiting factor yeah you know you can only pack you can only get lithium so dense yeah you know you only get batteries so dense there needs to be another break in technology you know and i just don't when's that gonna happen yeah, yeah. well the the break in technology will be something like a hydrogen generator yeah where you'd have some kind you, you basically use water 
to create I mean, hydrogen or something like that. died. Like hydrogen cars never picked up and you got heavy water and stuff. Well, even like they have, uh, they have um, uh, LP trucks. Yeah. Like, so there's a bunch of fleet trucks that always go on, on natural gas, right? Yeah. Again, I keep, I keep coming back to the natural gas thing, but like it's the step in the right direction. Why don't we do it? I don't know. We, I think, I think the COVID crisis, this has always been one of my, one of my things of economy and energy. The COVID crisis has made everyone forget that we are in a true yeah. energy crisis. That is still ongoing. That is still there. And it will be there for, for yeah. a time as it continues. I like, I like electric cars as the technology. I think new technology is cool. If you had told me a decade ago, two decades ago, that we'd have cars where you could drive 300 miles on a battery. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be looking at yeah. the size D batteries and be like, well, how right. many of how these do you need that? to put in there? How are we doing this? Um, so it's cool. It's a cool technology. And when you support that, you support other things. I mean, if you support Tesla, you support SpaceX. Right. right? So so there's other things. And, and it's like That's technology that we need. We need long, like high capacity battery storage. We just need that for the everyday other reason, life. Here's the other reason that I draw, I draw a parallel. Why I will back Elon versus certain other companies, right? Elon's just doing it. Yeah. He's letting people buy it. He's not pushing an agenda. He's well, he is pushing an agenda. He's pushing the electrical agenda and we got to go to Mars and everything else. But it's not like when GM or Ford or anyone else was trying to push a car and it failed. He's making a product that people are actually buying into. He's yeah. making his he's making but have you ever seen style. have you ever seen some of the body like he's he's making stuff that people are buying into, but some of those early models were very rough. Oh yeah. Like you ever see I I've I've walked by a Tesla in yeah. the park in a parking lot. Yeah. And like the body panels don't so, match up. There's huge gaps between so the panels. So he's <laughs> production issues. So my brother has 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 a uh, a Model S, and it was one of the earlier ones, and and it's pretty good. I saw one of the first Roadsters when they came out, and yeah, it was rough. It yeah. was it was not it was not um, up to par. I would say. That's what happens if you if you if you say okay, engineer, build me a car. Well, so well, it's not. They're not going to have the sexy lines. They're not. It's not going to be. Well, he had to remake like, basically everything. Yeah. Right? That's what he said. Like everything's built for a gasoline motor. It's not built for an electric motor. And that was like the whole recreate. So basically he was building everything from the ground up. But I think he's doing well. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he's selling a lifestyle, right? You know, and that's, that's even though, you know, people say what he wants about like Solar City and Tesla Roof and all these other things that are going on and like the cash grabs and stuff. But, you know, he's at least going down a path. He's letting the consumer figure it out. And, you know, he's launching stuff into space. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, so, like, that's cool, right? Like, like his you cars. Know? NASA, hey, yeah. the space program was dead up until he started coming yeah. back around. I, 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 I love when they just recently, they had a rocket land and then blow up. And, and he's they, like, yeah, it and, and they're like, and they're, they like, also said it was a successful landing. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> he's like, he's well, saying, we just, it was a successful landing. And he's, like, pulling the Thomas Edison thing. Like, yeah. we now know how not to have a rocket be stationary. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, hey, I tell everyone this. If anyone... If anyone thinks that we're not already living in the future, watch one of those Falcon 9 rockets land itself. Yeah. It's it, first time I saw it, I thought it was fake. I thought it was an April Fool's thing, right? But I mean, literally, that thing is like the science. It's like yeah. watching a science fiction movie. That it literally comes back down on a sh drone ship, yeah. right? Hovers with the <clears> things, and it's it's this huge monstrous rocket that just lands itself. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's it's, it's a great technology. But until they can make it not blow up, yeah. the whole thing, if it's going to cost less to reuse it, <laughs> keep blowing up, it's not going to cost because, less. Because I want to make sure Facebook understands, like, they don't always blow up. Oh, no, no, just, no. They won't fact check us on that. We, yeah, that they won't fact check us on that. COVID <laughs> rocket to Mars. Uh, yeah, no, they, they don't care about whether we like Elon Musk or not. Yeah. Um,
It's just it's interesting times. And but the whole thing I'm about is if if you want to support the solar roof tiles, the the roof yeah. the shingles, support it. Support now it. It, you'll never get that money back ever. But if you have the disposable income and you want to support this new technology, you, that you will help get you're, it to a price point that other people yeah, can afford. I mean, you're basically it's like it, it, you're things like the solar roof and stuff like that. You're basically just getting into a glorified Kickstarter. What did you see what they just did? We doubled the price. Or yeah. Something, right? yeah. So I, I contracts for over a year and like oh yeah. COVID, double you know, the price. I think that's kind of clickbaity though, too, because when you say you say, "Look, I'm going to put my thousand dollar deposit down." Here you go. I th- are they get they're getting the deposits back though, right? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if they're refundable. Back. I don't know if they're refundable. I know when I read it the one time, it was like, "Hey, you know, you put in a deposit, then you can always back out once it's time." And but that was the whole point. Like it was just the cash grab. Yeah. You need to stay liquid, you know. And so they were just saying, "Hey, you know, deposit, deposit." But I don't know. Yeah. Well, we're almost out of time here. And nice conversation. Again, we're talking with Jay Baron Lingle, friend, visiting in Texas. Want to get his opinion on Texas. You like Texas so far? I like Texas. I really, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. It's, it's, we were talking is that I got to come back post COVID. Right? Yeah. And like see it all again and like try a couple more well, spots. The, I got to get the, the, the river walk is amazing. Fox COVID. Yeah. Um, they, they have festivals. Did you see a part on the river walk where they actually have a, uh, they have a stage? Do you yeah. see that part? The yeah, stage yeah. on the other side, there's like amphitheater the- seating. Yeah. That's really cool. That whole area is like really neat. Yeah. outside of these COVID lockdowns. Texas is an amazing place. You see this. So being, in, I mean, Waco's small, right? We just went there for Magnolia, and then um, being in Austin, San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio is great. I, I I think it's the greatest thus far that I've been. I mean, just the overall, just sheer scale. I mean, everyone keeps. I don't want to hammer on Austin, but everyone always talks about how great Austin is. It's like, no, come to San Antonio. Austin's fun. Austin's but like, fun. Austin, come to San Antonio. Austin is the place that you want to go for a day trip. I wouldn't want to live in Austin. No, I after a day I was ready to leave. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I I got the taste of what I what I needed from there. You know. Yeah. Um, I think San Antonio has more to offer, and I want to make it up to Dallas at some point. Yeah, we gotta check it out. Dallas, Dallas is fun. Um, Houston. It's also yeah. really cool. Yeah, because then you're um, on the coast then. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. And then you start going to like Corpus Christi where you start having beach towns. Isn't Corpus uh, Christi just like really hot though? The whole like, Texas is hot. Yeah, but I thought – I don't know why I just think Corpus Christi is just hot. It's it, – yeah, sure. Okay. I mean it's 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 the same – pretty much the same temperature as San Antonio. Maybe even a little cooler. This I mean, is you're, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I didn't know Corpus Christi was on the water. You want to you want to experience hot. <laughs> I thought it was Come hot. visit in a month and a half, two months. Really? It'll be 105 degrees outside with 80% humidity. It's, Florida's 90%, right? So it's not as bad. I mean, but it doesn't get 105 really in Florida and it rains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get hot, it just stays hot. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're going to probably wind this down. Um, usually we do history stuff for um, – for our weekend editions, no history today because friend over, we're barbecuing out back, drinking some whiskeys. What's a fun historical fact that you know? Oh, don't want to put you on the spot. You put me on so the spot. We, we have to make sure we stay historical f- focus on the weekends. What's a fun historical fact that you think people would uh, would enjoy oh, knowing geez. about? Um, fun historical fact to lead off with. Oh man, um, should have prepped me on this one. I know, I should have prepped me on this one. Probably would have had one. Um. Oh, does it do anything? anything? Anything at all? Anything? Oh, geez. Vamp for a minute. I gotta think of something. So um, my funny, my fun one is I learned this in high school. Okay. There was a situation with Andrew Jackson. Okay. Where he got really drunk one night, and he he took a keg of gunpowder, and he put it on someone's porch, and he blew it up. 
And they just made it disappear. Oh, just didn't care. Yeah. Got really drunk, took a keg of gunpowder and blew up someone's porch and then just paid him off and said, okay, it's done. Did you know Paul Revere never did anything? Well, he rode a horse. No, he didn't. He didn't? No. So I think that's actually a true fact. Yeah. I don't think he actually rode the horse. It was some other dude. Should I fact check that right now and actually look uh, we, we we can. I, um, I don't I don't yeah, Paul Revere got like he did the idea, I think, but there was another guy that was actually riding the horse. I'm pretty sure he was he did ride a horse. I don't think I, mean, it, I sure don't think it was as, horse. I, don't I don't think, think it was the midnight ride. It, it wasn't worthy of a poem. But I think he did ride a horse. Oh, sorry. He did ride the horse. He wasn't the guy who said the British are coming. Oh, okay. He was arrested. <laughs> He was arrested for saying the British are coming. Yeah. Well, that's a good historical fact. Hey, there we go. go. You came off the cuff, right? I, I, I should have warned you about that ahead no, of time. No, it's fine. But that but, one worked uh, out. Yeah, that one worked out. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, this was a more laid back episode. Friend in town visiting. He's a you're a fan of the show. You I am. Right? I am. Watching I'm actually hoping now that you guys give me a call and I can, I can start coming back <laughs> regularly. This is well, fun. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate you calling yeah. for sure. Um, that's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the like audio subscribe. versions. Apple Podcasts was playing games with us, and, I, and they I took us down. They they had us like yeah. shadow banned. You can now leave a review again. So if you haven't already left a review on Apple Podcasts and you have an iPhone, an iPad, or a MacBook, please do head over there, give us a five star review, and help us rise. We we went out of the rankings. Now we're rising back up to 82nd most popular political podcast. So they're playing games. We, we called them on it. So do that if you can. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, MacBook. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. We go live Monday through Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, DLive, YouTube when we're not suspended, um, Twitch most days but not weekends, um, and then our own website, conservative-daily.com, on the weekdays. I can't stream to all those places on my home PC, otherwise I would. Um, so make sure you check all Patreon. that. Yeah. Well, Patreon. Well, Patreon will suspend us in a minute. <laughs> like, we'd be suspended. I, I, I still know how we're still on Twitch. Yeah. The only reason we're on Twitch is no one knows we're on Twitch yet. Yeah. Um, but make sure you check out all the links in the description. Um, donate if you, if you feel so inclined. If you have lemons to give, we will gladly accept them. And we, as soon as that chest fills up, we give them back to you guys. Um, so that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. we got to go check on the brisket make yeah. sure it's not burning up. It might be. It might be. It, it very easily might be. Tell everyone that you like the Loudmouth Pennsylvania and you want them back. Yeah. So that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.